I was working from a low vibration though. Mm. So I was only getting the results that were in alignment with my being. A lot of us want to have different things, mm -hmm. but your having comes from your doing and your doing comes from your being. So I was doing from a low being mm -hmm. and I was getting having low results. Yeah. Now I'm having different thoughts because I'm feeling different. Mm. And I was like, let me look it up. I never thought to look it up. And I started looking up successful personal trainers and yeah. I started looking at their videos. And then I had a thought. They all got videos. They all make YouTube video. I never made a YouTube video. Yeah. The whole time. I made a YouTube video with my iPhone. It got six views. Yeah. One of those views was a woman named Tammy Torres in Miami. You remember the uh, Mrs. Officer video with Lil Wayne? Mm -hmm. The officer, her. What? She was like, oh, I want you to train me. She all right, what up, y'all? Welcome back to Straight to the Bag, the show that has real life fighters with real life wins. And man, this one is, um, this guy is one of my mentors, but like I've had a ton, but this one has like really came at a time in my life when I was um, working out of a place of like very low, uh, low abundance. And I didn't really have it figured out yet, but the timing was unreal. So he's made a huge impact on my life. So I know he's gonna help y'all out, but um, go ahead and introduce yourself, bro, and let him know what you do. What's going on? I'm Brandon O'Shoden. Uh, my wife and I own a fitness business, Authentic Fitness. Uh, you know, we work with, it's been you know, probably 15 years. I started as a fitness coach uh, when I was a junior in high school. So we work with many demographics, athletes at the high school level going to the college level, athletes at the college level going to the pro level, uh, bikini competitors, bodybuilders, models, general population. Uh, when I got into uh, business for myself, personal development became the major key for helping me close that gap with my own mental uh, limitations and paradigms. So I was mentored by Bob Proctor, teaching a program called Thinking Into Results to corporations as big as Nationwide, to you know movie stars and grandmas, because everybody needs to know how to understand their mind. Um, here recently, we've been really focusing on helping coaches and gym owners create much more impact outside the gym than they ever could inside the gym and create residual income for themselves. So uh, yeah, that's for one method. So um, I guess let's start, where are you from? Mansfield, Ohio. Where is that at? Where is that for people that don't know, I guess? If you if you ever seen the movie Shawshank Redemption, yeah. that's Mansfield, it's the prison. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like? Huh? It actually yeah, looks that's like that. That's Mansfield, man. It's a prison right in, the, right in town. It's really a city built around a prison. And there used to be like GM, you know what I mean? Like uh, okay. car companies, you yeah. know, so things like that. Uh, I forget what that industrial age, I believe it was called. Yeah. It was booming back then, but after that, it has been a wrap. So, so they kind of took a hit like Detroit did when. Yeah, that all ma major, major. Yeah, but it's still a lot of good people down there, man. Mm. It's still, uh, it's just not many opportunities, you yeah. know what I mean, for work. But now, that's what I've been trying to really show people. And that's why I'm so passionate about the work we do right now, teaching people how to earn income online. Mm -hmm. is, you don't have to go nowhere no to earn income. At. You got the mind to do it. You know what I mean? We got the internet. Yeah. Let's put one or two together and make four, you know? Yeah, for sure. So um, how did you get started initially? Like, how do you even get out of an environment like that? How do you grow out of an environment like that, I guess? I, I initially got kicked out of the town, really. When I was younger, just, you know, the environment that we were in was just yeah. kind of, you know, you become a product of the environment relatively quickly, no matter who you are. And yeah. so I started getting into different things and eventually got into some trouble with the law. Yeah. And uh, I remember a summer I had to go to, I had to go to Toledo, came back, was getting in more trouble. My mom actually found somebody. Um, they got married here in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And I had um, 
moved up here for a little bit. Like, I think the first semester, I don't even remember what these things, semester, quarter, it was yeah. high school. I don't remember what they called, but like yeah. the first part of high school and I wanted to get back to Mansfield so bad. I got back to Mansfield, mm -hmm. got in trouble again, came back, started living with my mom. Yeah. Um, which was a, which was a great thing for me because when I, my mom moves uh, north side, so I was going to Beach Crawl. So she was living here in Columbus. She was living in Columbus. I was okay. back in Mansfield. Okay. Who was in Mansfield with you? No one? I was living with my cousin. With your cousin? Okay, so yeah. you're just anyone. <laughs> yeah, we <was> just, <laughs> my cousin, he was younger than me. We yeah. were just out here. <laughs> uh, my, now, my auntie was there. My um, auntie worked a lot, you know what I mean? Holding it down, doing the best she can. Okay. Um, but, you know, she worked a lot. And that's the thing yeah. about it is, like, all the parents, you got to work a lot to be able to afford to even take care of the kids. Right. And so what it does is it gives the kids a lot of free time and, and nobody really guiding activities. Yeah, so, so they make their own decisions. We're making our own decisions. <laughs> yeah. We wasn't making the right decisions. It's funny because I think about it all the time. It's like, it's amazing to even be able to survive, yeah. you know, adolescence. You know what I mean? Like all the trouble that you can get into that are really, you know, that you making decisions that you don't even see the full, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, consequences even, behind. Even when I was going through stuff like that, I mean, I was like, I still thought that I didn't do no wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, that I was like, it's nothing, I'm just going to get through it. Mm -hmm. and like, it didn't really like, but now I think back, I'm just like, I'm lucky I'm even alive <laughs> right. for some of the things. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I don't know what it is that had me thinking like I was just Superman mm -hmm. out here, but. Yeah. Um. Did you know there was a point that you like pivoted when you were going through all that? Well, yeah, I remember what really happened. So I was going to uh, Beechcroft, uh -huh. went went to Mansfield, came back, and my mom moved, or her husband moved to like basically like one side of the street, just like okay. from this side to this side of the street. This is in Mansfield in Columbus. In Columbus, right? Okay. And so they made us made me switch schools from going to Beechcroft, sent me all the way out to Westerville North dang so far out right that's weird yeah. and it's a culture shock and it's a class shock and it's yeah. just an experience shock and just like the conversations were different because i would hear kids like crying in the hallway complaining because they got a five-year-old car you know what i mean for their first yeah. car and i'm like coming from an environment where it's so <laughs> it's like what like that's a come up you right you got have a that, car <laughs> you got a car for you you know what i mean like and so I was in the environment, in the environment, and then I remember I always was trying to get back to the field. I remember, I remember yeah. clearly the day I got back to the field, and I was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But it was it was too much contrast between being out, seeing big homes, mm -hmm. seeing people traveling, hearing the conversations. The uh, I remember like being in class and like my mind just slowing down, like my intellectual mind. Mm -hmm was challenged by the work because in Mansfield, um, you don't really got to do no school work. You know what I mean? Right. Come to class, they, if you come to class, they basically pass you through. Right. Here in Westford North, they made you have, actually have to do something. So mm -hmm. that mind was challenged, but it was so safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was so yeah. like, it wasn't nobody, not even, nobody even gonna joke on you. It's just like, no, it's just so different. So I remember That's I was like, weird. I felt like my, my mind getting slow. I wasn't as like quick with, you know, my instincts and things like that. Yeah. And when I got back to Mansfield, I just didn't want to, it just, I didn't fit in and energetically. It was really? just like, I could start to see like, oh damn, this is a, I grew up here the whole time. So I never really knew it was the hood. Now I'm looking mm -hmm. at it like, oh, this is really the hood. Like, this yeah. is like, oh, ain't no opportunities. Like my mind never even seen these things before. Mm -hmm. So that was the beginning of the end of like my whole me living in Mansfield. That's crazy. So you think that um, going to Westerville North was like, would you say it changed you for the better? Absolutely. 
Okay. I believe every everything in life, man, divine time every time. Mm. I don't think even sitting here right now in this square, like mm-hmm. we always at the right place at the right time. Now, mm-hmm. are we going to be aware of it mm-hmm. and catch the blessing and catch the message that's going mm-hmm. on right now? Or are we kind of unconscious to life and not seeing the signs? I was mm-hmm. unconscious for a long time, so I was mm-hmm. always trying to get out of the situation that was actually my blessing. Once I became conscious of it, though, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it was the best okay. thing for me at that time or else I would have never had Again, contrast. I would never been able to see, like, okay, you can live like this or you can live like this. Which one do you want to choose? You didn't think that that was out of your reach to live that uh, Westerville life, the higher suburb life? Yeah. And I wouldn't even necessarily like Westerville because I, I don't even live Western now. It's like, it's not like that. It's just like to not live uh, so moment. Yeah, scarcity. And to like, what I like, the, what I always notice is like when I go in the neighborhoods, it's like trash on the streets. Yeah. Like in Westerville, it was just like everything was like taken care of. So like intentionally, like things were things were so intentional. Mm-hmm. Things were being built up. Mm-hmm. People people had people working on their homes. In Mansfield, it's a lot of broken homes and bordered homes and, mm-hmm. and different and things are not up kept. You know what right. I mean? So right. it was more of like, man, I want to take I want everywhere that I, I'm in. I want to take care of that environment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I want to make it better than where I found it. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was watching one of your stories. I forgot what it was. You were just picking up trash, like someone else's dog's poop. And I was just yeah. like, man, that's so, like, to me, like, back then, I would have been like, heck no, like, <laughs> yeah. not me. But, like, every time I see trash now around my complex, I'm just like, I think about that. And I'm just like, why not, though? We got to. Yeah. Because it's for us to do. It's not, it's not, I will Smith said, he's like, it's not our problem, but it's our responsibility. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and my kids do it now too. Like, it was a we in a new neighborhood, and there was a bag stuck at the top of the tree. We sat there for like an hour, not an hour, probably like fifteen minutes, honestly. But yeah. like, we stopped on the bikes and just was thinking, like, how can we get this bag out the tree? Like, yeah. creative ways because, like, your your mom, everything outside of you is a projection of what's going on in you. So, like, mm-hmm. if things are out of order, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the out of order reflected in, there's something out of order inwardly. First thing I can do is, okay, then I need to make an inward shift and let me go ahead and take action and make an outward shift, right? Mm, let me take action okay. here and yeah. make an inner intention change inwardly and let me make an outward change here in my actions. Right. So we can fix these. That's why you feel so good when the house is clean. Yeah. You think you way better. Peace and mm-hmm. everything is easy. Yep. Um, so when you went back to Mansfield, how was that? How did you, um, you stayed there for a minute or? I stayed there for a day. I never told this story, but I stayed there for a day. I got down there. I'm, I'm finally thinking like, I this was like after I graduated, graduated mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. right, straight back to the field. I, I got with my guy. I'm not gonna say his name, mm-hmm. but um, like I'm. It was like 7 a.m. We started the day, mm-hmm. and smoking, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, probably mid mid to high level, you know, doing doing this doing this thing, whatever he did, yeah. making money. So I'm just rolling with him. Mm-hmm. And I never, I was smoking already, but something was different about what, what we were smoking <laughs> on, man. I was out of it. Come to find out, the blunt was laced with codeine. I had Whoa. never had codeine before. I was leaning all day, and I just yeah. kept waking coming in and out of consciousness i came into consciousness i'm in a trap in detroit out of consciousness i come into consciousness it's like a house with a bunch of kids 
in a bunch of kids and it like kids that ran away. Yeah. I'm coming in out of consciousness. We are driving fast, come back. It's like I keep coming in and out of consciousness. Dang, no and control. We no control, but we in like these dangerous and different environments. Like mm. I told I've been in Westerville. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're we're dang near two years. Man. Right. And I'm coming here and it's just like everything is is just like out of alignment with me and not right. and not really what I what I wanted or not re what I remembered. Mm -hmm. And then um eventually he was just like he just dropped me off. I don't even I think he just dropped me off in like in a neighborhood or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, it's so small, you can get around anywhere you get dropped off really. Right. And I walked to a girl's house, she dropped me off at the mall my friend was working at. And I just realized I was like, man, like this is not the life for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I had a I had a girl take me right back up to Columbus, and I was like, now nah, I had to that's when I had to figure out what I'm gonna do. That's crazy. You were how old at this point? Uh, maybe like I don't know, eighteen or nineteen. Dang. Mm -hmm. And you just knew at that like that moment, you knew like this isn't what you wanted. Yeah, because honestly, like in Mansfield, it's very easy. It's like you know. I got in some stuff, but it's like nothing compared to what everybody was getting into. Now, like now that I'm outside and I see mm -hmm. how other people live, yeah, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I was doing a lot. I was really in it, mm -hmm. but like when I was in Mansfield, it was people doing so much more. I felt yeah, like, you, like, like I'm not really doing nothing. Like I'm just being chill. Yeah, yeah I'm just so, yeah, I'm just doing a little. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not just not like no bricks, or I'm not like yeah. kicking people doors open. Right. But no, I was in I was in crime, but so I'm like, mm. um. When when I after that it really made me see like all right, which way do I go? Because I remember even when I was younger, the guy I was talking about, yeah, he he asked me the prices on on um some drugs. So like, what's the price of this? What's the price of this? Yeah, I didn't know it because I wasn't really doing. It. I was just something like weed. Yeah, so I didn't know the price, and he was like, "You're not meant for this game." You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I was so wanting to do what he was doing, yeah. and then. When I when I had that experience, when I was like, oh, I'm really not, I'm really not uh, supposed to be here. Yeah. And then I was like, I always been able to see the future of a situation. So I was like, oh yeah, this is, I'm a, I'm a definitely be the one to take the L because it's like I'm not cut out for this environment. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I can't do that. And I'm really school's not it. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, I was just kind of that's that that was that period where I was really like stuck on what to do. I was in limbo. I was I was just in limbo for. A little bit okay so what were you doing like day to day that led you up to making a decision you know i was always working out always yeah i started being a, a personal trainer in in uh, high school i was a strength conditioning coach oh, for in really? westerville yeah when i was in westerville um the the co the um guidance counselor mr clifford mm -hmm. gave me the opportunity to coach the girls basketball team okay and i loved it and so i, I was always working out okay and um so I started looking into personal training. I was looking at Payscale and, you know, Payscale.com. And it was like personal training, like 20, <laughs> 20K a year. Yeah. And I was like, bump it. You know what I mean? I, I was like, I adjust my lifestyle to this. And yeah. I started to get more into that. I mean, I did, I, like, that was like my the consistent thing. Uh -huh. But I was like, maybe I'll go to do physical therapy. Maybe I'll do that. I tried to go to college a little bit for like a semester. Yeah. And, and you know, that wasn't my focus. And I was working at... Um, I forget what it's called. One of these little cities where uh, Marysville, where they do Honda, oh, Honda yeah, Planet. Yeah, yeah. I was a welder in there. Caught my shirt on fire on the inside of my, sh <laughs> my inside of my flammable out, outside flammable shirt, inside regular shirt. Yeah, I had a fire on the inside of my shirt. I was like, what? This, this ain't for me. You know what I mean? It's like I can't go to the streets. I'm not now for school. So I'm like, 
this what I'm gonna do is just this like actually become just, just a personal trainer. trainer. And I didn't think I was ever gonna make no money because you know when like I didn't see nobody doing personal training. Yeah. There wasn't like a popular right. thing. I was weird my whole life for working out all the time. I wake up five, six AM in the morning in middle school and go for a jog. Like so I didn't think that that was actually a thing that you can do. I knew one guy, yeah, Mike. His name Mike Price. I called him Black Superman. He was a personal trainer, yeah, crazy fit. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when I was a kid, you look up to guys like this is a giant. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And I know that he was successful with it, but I, I was just like, you know, start personal training. So it was never about no money or any of that for you. No. Nothing was ever really about no money. I never seen nobody with no money other than drug dealers, and mm. I knew I couldn't do that, and so right. I knew I wasn't ever gonna make no money. So were you like, I'm just not gonna make no money, or is like I'm just gonna make a decision and then stick with it? I just really uh, making money was out of my consciousness. Like okay. I wasn't at the, I was gotcha. never at a thought of making money. Like mm. I, growing up, I always wanted to earn income, but yeah. I like to, I like to. Just to do stuff to take care of myself, like my, the car right. I wanted was a I, the car I got, a 1996 Caprice, yeah, which not real really cost no money. My main right. goal was just to put some rims on that car, right? It, you know what I mean? Like I never really had no ambitions that would require a lot of money. I wanted right. to make money, but I just never wanted to depend on nobody else for myself. Got you. But what I wanted and what I could see at that time <laughs> didn't cost no money. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like I thought I was gonna live at the continent my whole life. And had a, you know, eventually I was like, I'm going to go from a Caprice to a Chevy Trailblazer. <laughs> it was my goal. That's crazy. <laughs> Man. Them was my goal. That's why I said um, goals don't matter. It's not a, a goal is not to get something. A goal is to become right. something. Like setting different goals that help me grow and then mm -hmm. it helped me see different things. And it's yeah. expanded what I want and expanded what I could give. Okay. I see but it didn't start. No, man. When I, cause when I started my personal training business, uh -huh. I ended up going homeless. Cause really? I'm yeah, not because I had a drug problem or I mm -hmm. was like my family and all of my family. Well, I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell nobody that you were a trainer. That I that I wasn't that, that I have nowhere to yeah. Oh, because I was really, I'm just I was just like I wasn't locked in. Like I want to be personal trainer so I can make money. I was like I'm locked in because I was working at the gym. Mm -hmm. I really wanted just to be a personal trainer because at that mm -hmm. time I had before that I had started working at the gym and I was in sales. I was okay. I was a salesperson at the gym, and then I was like the sales manager, and I hated it because like I was just selling a personal training or selling this or selling the environment, but I never got to get Do hands that. on. Yeah. yeah, I never got to be. Well, I like to be. I love transformation. Like that's what I love. Yeah. Like that's why I can do many different things because it's all about whatever is going to help a person transform mm -hmm. i like to see a person like my how i did yeah. i went from one place to a completely different place i like to be with people in that process and see their minds open up like oh i can do this or like mm -hmm. this is open physically mentally financially bro i I, yeah. I love it you know what i mean yeah, yeah um but the gym wasn't allowing me to do that so i stopped and and that's where i was earning income at and i was like, i'm gonna do personal training i was training five dollars a session Dang, <laughs> not an hour what? it was hour sessions five dollars a session i was trying man. to figure out how i was surviving off of 20 a session yeah. five dollars a session i just wanted to train dang i mean yeah there's no other way there's no other reason why you were doing that <laughs> unless you wanted to just train bro i didn't even have no i, I went to the library got a bunch of books mm -hmm. and then i drove to hoover dam because i didn't have no gym yeah and my mom bought me a a, a yoga mat, a blue five, a blue ten pound medicine ball, mm -hmm. 
And then they had them rocks at um at Hoover. <laughs> and I was having people. Them was the workouts. That we run up stairs, lifting them rocks, carrying them upstairs. Yeah. Take that band, do some Russian twists. I'm figuring out what workouts can I do with these different things? What can I learn? And I just got on there. That's when like Twitter was just starting. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just posting, like reading and posting stuff on Twitter. I was just doing that all day. Dang. But so when winter came, it was it was dead at Hoover. Yeah, Everybody would have come out there. And so I had a that's when it that's when it got bad because I got a job at um PNC, I gained like 20 pounds, you know what I mean? Just Dang. sitting there on the phones, handling, yeah. doing calls. And I was, I, I had just finished a book, it was called Three Feet From Gold by Sharon Lecter and um, Napoleon Hill. Three okay. Feet From Gold, about quitting three, about a guy. You're, you know that story? No. Oh, oh wait, I know the story. I know yeah. the premise of the story, but I don't really know the details. Yeah, well, he just quit. He was, yeah. he was looking for, um, he was looking for oil. He yeah. bought all the equipment. You know mm. what I mean? And they was out there looking for the oil because he had struck it, but he couldn't figure out where he struck it at. Mm. And he and um, he gave up on it. And yeah. he sold his equipment to a to a junkyard man. Junkyard man spent some money, hired a guy who knew how to find oil. Yeah. And they found the oil three feet from where dude quit at. I was that's like, crazy. yo, that's crazy. So I read that and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm quitting. And then that's when J. Cole album just came out. I went to Best Buy. I literally spent the last money I had to get this album. Which one? Um, it's called the top 10. What's the first album? Uh, um, Friday Night Lights? Was that not? No, no, no. no that. It, was that. it was after that. It was after album. that. I forget the name of it, but I remember the song. Yeah. That it was a dollar in a dream. Mm, that was a good one. And he, and he said, what will you do when you uh, down to your last dollar and the stress of, of the mess you want to make you holler? Yeah. And I, and uh, he's like, you flip that dollar to a dream. Bro, I never went back to PNC. I never even got to my last check. Seriously? I was, I, I, I was listening to that song yeah. on my way to PNC. I turn went to the local gym <laughs> i was like hey i went to the local gym i asked to do i was like i you know i'll train here for free i'm not certified but i've been training forever yeah and he let me train there but i wasn't getting paid he said once you get certified i'll back pay you mm. and so training for free yeah i'm not making no money and this is when you're homeless no I, this is why i got a little apartment but now i'm okay. losing my apartment because okay. i can't pay the rent okay. and then i'm like all right I stopped paying my car notes. Yeah. Because I needed to save the money yeah. to pay for my certification so that I could start getting paid from the gym. Yeah. So, man, that is a mess. All right. So, I got the certification. So, I didn't even tell you about how I even got in that situation, bro. It, it, it's crazy. That was a crazy time. But I'm going to go back on it because it's really all a reflection of my mind at that time. Because mm -hmm. I used to have this thought like, bad things always happen to me. You used to tell yourself that. I tell that was my that was my story. Bad mm -hmm. things always happen to me. Good things will happen to other people. Yeah. Of course, this happened to me. Like that was like that was my mantra. Like always. Got you. So, I, um, I was training somebody for free, trying to build up my reputation as a trainer in, in Grandview at the East be Urban Active, but now it's East Florida. Mm. And it's a glass gym. You know what gym I'm talking about? It's a the one that's there right now. Yeah. That's crazy. They've been there that long. Yeah, they've been there a long time. I did not know that. Okay. So it's like glass on the outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. The the manager called me. He's like, bro, better come get your stuff. They're repoing your car. Right. Wow. So they repoing my car for this glass gym. Everybody looking and laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go down there, grab the stuff I can. I'm damn near suicidal at this point. I'm like, I'm because I'm trying because I mean, yeah, my friends right. making money. My, like you know, I'm telling my friends from the field like they get money. Oh yeah, they making okay. money and oh, then so they still they making more money. They now. making money now. Like yeah, they yeah. they up they buying houses. They doing they making money and then yeah. my friends that went to Westerville about to graduate from high school the college. Yeah. So they took the street route. They making money. They took the college route. They graduated from college. Yeah. 
I'm getting my car repossessed. I'm like, yo. That is insane. And so now I'm like, I called a guy I met, um, Bill Shocker, millionaire. And he started telling me about, um, like, he just started giving me some good, you know what I mean? Good advice. I never asked him for the money. He never offered me no money. Mm -hmm. But he started giving me the advice. And that's why I be telling everybody, like, wisdom is worth more than money. Like, connect with somebody who's been through what you experienced. How did you, um... I'll, my bad, but like, how did you meet him? Craziest story. Because how do you how do you know a millionaire, but you're not even close to sustaining yourself? Listen, don't judge people. You never know who you're talking to. Right. So I'm I'm doing my. Remember, I told you I'm at um, Hoover trying to train people, right? Yeah. yeah. So I used to sneak into uh, hotels, and because you know hotels got hotel gyms. Right. So if it's a rainy day, I might sneak into a hotel, and then get into the gym and just post up and start training in the gym <laughs> so i'm in Man, there i love it well, i'm in there i was hustling bro i'm in there training yeah and then i get done i'm gonna get my workout in and mm -hmm. this hotel by the airport i think they tore it down now or it's just not there yeah um but i'm in there and it's a guy look like a bum he got a tie-dye shirt on uh -huh. he got weird looking pants on shoes his beat uh -huh. he got old ponytail like a hippie damn he just keep talking to me though yeah he's like bro you your biceps are huge. He said, but he touched and he touched me. He's like, but your traps are yeah. tiny. And I'm Dang. like, well, I don't know this. I'm like, what is going on? Right. So yeah. I'm the first I'm ignoring him. But then he's talking to me. So I start talking to him and everything. Mm -hmm. And he start and we just we just chopping up and it's just a cool dude, right? Yeah. And he was like, Man, uh, you know, it's really nice to meet you, Brandon. I'm I started talking about my personal training, my dreams. And I and he was like, um, I got this nutrition thing, a uh, nutrition thing that, that I use because he is ripped. He's like, um, yeah. give me your email. I'll give it to you. He's like, just email me. And he gave me his car. Mm -hmm. And I looked at his car and it's Bill Shocker, architect. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you architect? He's like, yeah, I built this. And I was like, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I built a lot of stuff. Then he started naming different things. And I'm like, what? What in the heck? And I had asked him, I was like, bro, why are you dressed like this? Yeah. He was like, he said, he's like, I was, I was, one, I, I thought you'd never ask. He's like, yeah. I do this thing called peacocking. He said, <laughs> you know what peacocking is? Nah, but I can imagine. I'm trying to put it in my head. He goes into environments, like he'll go to a business meeting. Like mm -hmm. he has the power. He's like, they'd have to do business with me so i don't have to conform to a in the, in the environment look like mm. they want me to look i don't know however i want to look it's peacock and i always stand out yeah and so that, anyway that's the advice he had, that's how i met him yeah and, and um he was the most successful person i knew at that time right and, and, and i called him because i had knew that he wasn't always rich i knew that he wasn't always like where he was and he had told me yeah. about him being in jail and he had told me about like he just started just telling me about these different things and he said remember i was peacocking he said you need to start peacocking he's like you need to wear bright because we had to wear a uniform all black he's like mm -hmm. and black shoes he's like don't yeah. wear black shoes like wear something bright and i, yeah. and I got these eventually i got these highlighter shoes uh -huh. and i started getting clients it works it is that's peacock. crazy it's really? standing out works so. dang i mean i believe it but yeah man so that's how i ended up i was that's how i ended up with being homeless i wasn't homeless like like a homeless way to sign yeah, yeah. i was i could have went to my i could have told my mom she lived in florida i didn't tell her i could have told my aunts mm. i could have my grandma but i wanted to be where opportunity yeah, was you know what i mean so which was sleeping under the parking garage in the gym mm -hmm. it was for like maybe a little over a month right oh but it was cold um but yeah man i i had under when i was under that parking garage i was yeah. looking for um you know how you go to youtube and they say recommended recommended listen yeah i was yeah. listening to walk a flock of Florence. 
<laughs> and one of the recommended was like it's God, bro. It said it was Earl Nightingale, A Stranger Secret, and I clicked it because it was so out of the ordinary. Yeah, it was Peacock. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was a black and white video. I know, you know exactly what, the, what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I know exactly what Men you're don't think. About. I'm listening to this like, damn, I don't think. I'm listening. I'm like, yo, this is me. I don't think. Yeah, bro. And it, I can go through the whole story, but long, short, but long story short, and well, I gotta tell you a story. So I start listening to that. When I'm, I gotta have a, a very obsessive personality. Yeah. Like I can't focus on many things. So when I focus on one thing, I'm like, oh, that's how I end up. Be I didn't have to be homeless, but like. I already made a decision that I was going to be personal trainer, so now I'm mm. going through with the decision. Yeah. So I'm listening to it. Then under that, it's Jack Canfield. After that, it's Bob Proctor. The Stranger Secret comes on. I mean, the, uh, the Secret comes on. Mm -hmm. I go to his You're Born Rich. I'm just listening, 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 listening. And I start applying this information. I start feeling better. Mm -hmm. Because remember, the whole situation, how I got there was, because really I had a I had an apartment, an apartment mm -hmm. with my dog, bit the maintenance man. I paid the maintenance man not to tell the landlord. He yeah. told the landlord anyway. I got kicked out of my spot. Rented a U-Haul. I didn't know you couldn't keep a U-Haul overnight. <laughs> U-Haul was reported stolen. Yeah. I'm stressed out now that it's reported stolen. I'm trying to get the U-Haul back. Yeah. Not paying attention. I smacked the U-Haul into a school bus. And like, Dang. Not paying attention because I just hit a uh, school bus with a U-Haul. Yeah. I ran my U-Haul into a storage center. Tore the side off the U-Haul. Tore the fence off the storage center parking lot. This is all 24 Man. hours. You see what I'm saying? That's how I end up <laughs> in the whole situation. So like, but it's because my mind, bro, I was a magnet to disaster because I said these things always happen to me. Mm. And so whatever you think and you speak, that's what you're going to see. Yeah. And so I started to change my thoughts. Okay. And as I started to do that, now I'm like, man, I'm so, I started speaking in affirmative, man, I'm so happy and grateful now that, now I started to really think that. And I was like, yeah. man, he's like, I, I, this is what I used to do. I, I used to be like, man, everybody in the gym wanted to train me. I had no clients. Yeah. I just got my certification. Everybody in the gym wanted to train me. Like, I'm about to go sit in the bathroom for a minute. Yeah. I would literally go in the bathroom and just sit there on the, on the, on the toilet, not pooping, but just sitting there like hiding. Because in my mind, I made it and I felt it as if I was so popular in personal training that if I go outside, I'm going to have so many people want to train with me. I'm not going to be able to train everybody. I felt it. So that's the thing about it. When people talk about speaking things to existence. If you speak in things you don't feel, it's not going to work. It's energy. It's energetic. I literally felt that popular. That's, that's big. Hold on. Let's put a pen in that. <laughs> in the bathroom, you getting your you're getting the feeling together inside of you. How did you um? Did you how did you know that? Are you just you just doing it? You just practicing? Listening to the audios. Okay. That's what they were telling me. Okay. This is the thing about it. Most people have so many options mm -hmm. they'll hear something mm -hmm. Come on over this way. and then not do it because they got other options they right. can get distracted with tv they can do this they can do that they can go back to their job i had nothing yeah. i lost everything i had zero That's nothing right. i stopped talking to girl i have nothing to offer a woman i have nothing mm -hmm. rock bottom mm -hmm. is the best place you can be because i had no other options this was it yeah. so it's like i might as well do exactly what it's telling me so everything mm -hmm. i heard and I applied it, and I'm like that to the moment now. Yeah. Anything I hear, if somebody's got more results than me, and yeah. they say something, yeah. oh, I just read this book. I'm getting that book right now, and I'm starting it today. Yeah. I don't wait, because yeah. all that waiting is what got me to the position I was prior. Right. It's like, I just start applying it from what I was listening to, and I start feeling differently. Yeah. And listen, I start feeling differently, right? Yeah. When I came out, I felt like I was successful, and I, then I, I had a thought I never had before. 
Okay. I said, what do successful trainers do? I never thought of what, what do successful trainers do. I only thought that bad things only happen to me. Yeah. And I'm doing my best. See, this is the thing. I was working hard as heck. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was working for free for mm -hmm. months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it wasn't that I had a work ethic problem. Yeah, that is true. I was working from a low vibration, though. Mm. So I was only getting the results that were in alignment with my being. A lot of us want to have different things, mm -hmm. but your having comes from your doing, and your doing comes from your being. So I was doing from a low being, mm -hmm. and I was getting having low results. Yeah. Now I'm having different thoughts because I'm feeling different. Mm. And I was like, let me look it up. I never thought to look it up. And I started looking up successful personal trainers. And yeah. I started looking at their videos, and then I had a thought. They all got videos. They all make YouTube videos. I never made a YouTube video. Yeah. The whole time. I made a YouTube video with my iPhone. It got six views. Yeah. One of those views was a woman named Tammy Torres in Miami. You remember the uh, Mrs. Officer video with Lil Wayne? Mm -hmm. The officer, her. What? She was like, oh, I want you to train me. She emailed me. I want you to train Even me. Even though she saw your video with six views. Six huh? views. And she was like, I'm... Well, her assistant, her friends, her assistant reached out to me. Okay. I was like, my, um, Tammy wants you to train her. And I was like, bet. <laughs> How do you make that happen? You in Columbus, Ohio? You oh, check this out. I had another. I started <laughs> thinking like, who are some successful personal trainers? And I started looking up like the top, and there was nobody in Ohio, but there was a guy named Armando Cruz in Miami, and she's in mm. Miami, mm. right? So I get to Miami. I get down there to Miami. Oh yeah, I didn't even tell you about this. This look, I got the money. I finally uh, got stacked up the money because I started bouncing at a nightclub for about fifty dollars a night. Dang. I get the night. I get the money to get my car out of repossession. Okay. Right, and my car may have been in repossession for like a month, month and a half. Right. Yeah. I get it out of repossession. I give them the money. I'm proud. I'm like, yo, this personal development stuff is working. This thing, my life's turning around. Uh huh. Get in the car, start the car up. <laughs> you know what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. That baby was dead. <laughs> oh my god. I gave him all my money to get the car back. I had no more money. Man. So I had to leave the car. But look. I'm thinking different though. Okay. Forget that car. Yeah. I'm walking back in the snow. I pass the Kroger's. I'm not proud of this. I go into the Kroger's and I, I, I take a magazine. <laughs> I take a DuPont Re Registry magazine. I never even looked at this magazine before. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get a new car yeah. from the DuPont Registry. I couldn't even get my old car out of repossession. Nah, yeah. I said, I'm just going to get a new car. Yeah. And I picked the BMW 745. And I start putting my client files uh -huh. in that book as a bookmark for that page. Uh -huh. I was looking at it every chance I got. And everybody at the gym laughed at me. Every trainer laughed at me. Because you were showing this, them I know you laughed. You laughed. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> knew I was homeless. Yeah. I'm out here listening to personal development. I'm out here listening to motivation. I'm sleeping under the thing. I'm eating from the, from the um, cafe downstairs. I'm taking protein bars and stuff. like. Everybody saw my situation. Dang. But I'm talking about I'm about to get this BMW 745. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about I'm a successful personal trainer. And they literally know I have nowhere to go. So they're laughing at me, right? Of course. Now... Um, but then this thing comes up with, with, uh, with Tammy and I reached out to the, to the trainer, uh, one was seven figure Sam, uh, in California, man, God, God bless his soul. And, you know, he, he died, he passed mm. somewhere like early in the pandemic, but he put me on, man. He gave me so much information. And then Armando Cruz in Miami, it's my guy to this day. I just talked to him last month and I go out there, I meet Tammy, mind you. I went celibate at this time. I started really getting into I was always a Christian. I started really reading the Bible. Yeah. You know, when you rock bottom, you like, I'm like, you know, Man. I'm I'm yeah. I'm locked. I'm I'm locked in, God. Like, yeah. help me, help me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm locked in. I'm celibate, all that. 
That's so I, I get to Miami, so much temptation. I'm focused, right? Yeah. Thanks to celibacy. That was a that was a very important part. Yeah. Um and so I meet Tammy, she talk, she had me meet meet her at the Fountain Blue Hotel. Right. Okay. I had only heard about this place. I'd never been. Yeah. I'd never been to Miami. Yeah. Um I go there and it's like as soon as I get in here, it's just like everybody famous. Everybody famous you could think of I'm in, is in here. I believe it. I'm in here with a, a Hanes shirt. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was broke, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm, I got on some, like, like oh. So you, got a, you just got all your money together to get a plane ticket down there? No, man, I drove down there. You drove there. down there. And I, I, dro I drove down there. My, um, my, my, my friend, he's younger than me. My, I don't know, maybe two years or something like that. He was going to art school. He was in Chicago for art school, and he switched to Florida. Yeah. So he needed to get down there anyway, so I went with him. I drove him down there just to get wow. down there. And I stayed with him because yeah. his mom had got him a hotel for, you know, until yeah. they got into, a, got into a spot. So, right. I, so I literally just got in down there with him, right? Okay. Then I get into the Fountain Blue, and we in okay. his car. So we pulling up and, you know... Uh, Hoopty doopty, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a yeah. hoopty doopty that found blue. We pulled up. I had never seen a Rolls Royce and all that before. Yeah, man, I felt like this big, like yeah. that, like that big. Cause I get out and it's like Hall of Fame football players, all these famous people. Man, and then oh man, that was I, I can I'm like talking about. It, I'm starting to feel the uncomfortableness I yeah. felt because like I'm broke, right? I can imagine it. Yeah, I'm like, and that's before I understood like. These things don't like these material things outside don't define you. You know what I mean? I should have never felt small just because I didn't have as much as somebody, but right. at the time I did. <laughs> right. So I'm going in, um, and I'm getting to the pool park, and it's like it's like it's again it's my mind. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Because I feel like everybody was mugging me and everybody was looking at me like I shouldn't be there, but probably they wasn't even paying attention to me. Right. Most likely. It was just me projecting how I felt like I didn't belong. Right. And then all of a sudden, Miami's, uh, Tammy's in the VIP section because she's throwing a party for a friend. Uh -huh. And she waves me in. Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden, I find myself in the VIP section with nothing but models. And now the guys are mugging me. Like, who yeah. is this? Because yeah, there's no guys yeah. up there. It's just like a female, you know, thing. You're trying and, to figure out that situation. Yeah, trying to figure out. And they, a song come on, and they just start throwing money. They throwing hundreds. I never get this because wow. it's hundreds just going into the pool, just floating. And I'm sitting here like, no, <laughs> I can't pick this up. At I, least put I'm one not. hand in the water. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yo, because she don't, she didn't know. Yeah, I didn't tell him my situation until I was way out my situation. Right. She was like, she was, and she started introducing me to everybody as her celebrity trainer. She wow. thought I was from Miami. That's crazy. Yeah. She, she started telling. So now I'm in, I'm training with her. I'm introducing all these people. She's taking pictures. This is on Instagram new. So yeah. now I'm in Columbus. Nobody wanted to train with me. Yeah. But now on social media, it's I'm here with her and all these. Uh -huh. Man, when I got back to Columbus, everybody wanted to train with me. I got to like $10,000, $15,000. I bought that BMW. Man. You know what I mean? Like every, yeah. from then, from that very moment, up. That is insane. Less than a month, I was homeless. And you just trained her one session, or how, how did that go? Well, we always kept, like, a friendship. Like, I go to Miami, we can connect. Even now, like, a couple years ago, I went to Cali. She was in Cali. Yeah. You know what I mean? We connect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's good people. But, no, nah, she did online training with me. You okay. know what I mean? I was doing, I was doing online training 
2012 like before it was cool yeah just making <laughs> notes on my phone yeah. and then emailing her the notes to do this this and this Man. and she's like i'm doing it right you know what i mean before it was a there was no facetime no yeah. zoom we had skype yeah you know what i mean and so but yeah it wasn't really like i was training or training like being there with her but every time i would go out there and it's the thing because yeah. i had tammy yeah then I, I um, connected with a girl named Jasmine, Jasmine Cowley, mm -hmm. who connected me with a woman named Matisha, who connected me with, with uh, Dolly Castro. Mm. And this is like back in the day. So like these are all models at the top of the game. And it's yeah. like, that's why in Columbus, it just went up. Like from then, I had never earned anything less than like $8,000, $9,000 a month. You know what I mean? That's insane. Because everybody has that's the thing about it when you start a business everybody people need to see you you be successful outside the people you know before the people closest to you will even recognize that's funny i was just talking about that um yeah somebody was showing me this post like isn't this true whatever like talking about how if you have a hoodie that you're selling and people are asking for free or people that you're closest to you aren't buying and i'm like i mean yeah but what if your hoodie isn't good enough to buy yet mm -hmm. like and to those people you can't just put it on them and be like oh y'all not supporting me mm -hmm. but like Maybe make that hoodie better. Like you gotta have a quality product. That's a fact. Mm. But I always had a quality product. I was always passionate. I never did. I never got into anything for the money. Now I definitely yeah. want to make large sums of money. But yeah. because I have large things that I want to do that require that require income. Mm -hmm. But everything has always been in a, the same alignment. It's like I want to do something that's like in alignment with my soul. You know what I mean? That yeah, helps yeah. people transform. It helps people have these experiences. These experiences that I've had, anybody can have them. It's not, I'm not special. There's nothing, you need yeah. to hear my story. There's nothing about me that's special. Yeah. But I learned how to align my mind correctly and I want to create an environment so people can learn to align their minds to the success that they want to have. Because it's available, man. Yeah, I believe it, 100%. How do you, um, how do you know when it's in alignment with you? You feel it. And that's the okay. thing, and I see that's the key thing about yeah. the whole gut health and everything. You're right. And living in like you know, if you're doing a lot of drugs and alcohol, mm -hmm. if you watching TV, you dulling your senses. We, we do that because we're not in alignment. Right. We do those things because we're not in alignment. We feel out of alignment, and so we gotta like make this time go by, become unconscious, so we don't feel it. Yeah. When you're in alignment, you feel it. Yeah. It's like, it's excitement. You want to wake up. You you can work 40, 50, 60, 80. It's no time limit on how much you can work yeah. because you're passionate about it. You're passionate about the people that you with. You're passionate about who you're serving. Mm -hmm. You're passionate about everything. You're on fire. That's yeah. the phoenix. A man or a woman on fire. You know yeah. when you're in alignment. When you clean out your body, when you purify your mind, you stop listening to certain music, you stop eating certain foods, you stop hanging around in certain environments. And then you go, remember I told you, mm -hmm. I was in the field. I loved it. I got in mm. trouble, left the field, came back to the field. It was no longer in alignment mm. because with once I once I found a place, once I found a certain level of peace mm -hmm. and stillness. When I go back until I started to feel all the things that were not everything in alignment. felt chaotic. Exactly, it's like a, it was like a cleanse. Okay, right. I see what you're saying. But if you if you always in it, you don't even notice it. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why period okay. people be thinking like, oh man, I'm going through a hard time or I'm going through depression or I'm going through, you know, I, ain't nobody messing with me right now. I'm by myself. You, you're supposed to be. You're supposed to go through that period. Mm -hmm. Everybody go. Jesus went through that 40 days, 40 nights, that period where yeah. you're like, it's, it's a wrap. And that's when you find yourself. Yeah. And then you and then you start to deal with things. And the best thing I could have ever did was go abstinent because before then, man, my, my hormones, it was just running me. I was never like a dog to women, but like, I, I, control. It, it, I couldn't like 
I was always thinking about it. Like I was always looking at it. And especially mm. as a personal trainer, you can't be like that because we mostly train women, right? Right. So I took that vow of abstinence to nobody but myself and God. And then all of a sudden, I'm in I'm in Miami with all models. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the conversation. I can see. I can feel. So outside of just that sexual drive, which I had already tamed the dog. It didn't my, The you. dog tamed? No. No. Yeah. Because it was like to God now. And like God put me. I feel like God really put me in a position where I'm really coming up. I'm mm-hmm. definitely not about to mess this up over, you know, no. No. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Like, right. we, we, we didn't been through too far. And but I could hear things, and I was like, "This ain't this ain't for me." Like all these women that you know you might have as a screensaver or these magazines, it's, it's like uh-huh. that. It does nothing for me. Like the conversation, I even write like we're not even in the same page. And when I got back and I'm right. around women, it was just that's how I found my wife so quick. Because like yeah. as soon she was the only person I, that I couldn't be without. When you when you not having sex, you realize you can be a, without a lot of these women. Like you don't need yeah, them yeah. for nothing because right. you because we never get into that point. Yeah. And so, really, it's nothing about it. But when she came and then she left, I always felt that when she left, so it was easy. That's what I mean is, like, you need all these periods of, like, fasting. Mm. You need those things so that you can clear your body out, clear your mind out. And that's when you're going to know what's in alignment with you and what's not in alignment with you. So, if someone, so for someone who's, like, in a very confused space or they feel like they're in a um, space of scarcity, would you recommend giving something up like that? Like, abstinence or... Yeah, if you well in a in a space of scarcity, like that's really where you got to tap in with God, like in whatever way. I'm not saying Christianity is way or or Muslim. I don't. It's all. There's many different ways up to the top of a mountain. Right. Whatever way fits your feet, you know. Take keep keep stepping. But like you got to tap in because you don't realize like yo, we on a planet where you could plant a seed in the ground and that seed becomes a tree and that tree has thousands of seeds that can produce thousands of trees that produce thousands of seeds that produce there's no such thing as scarcity this is an idea just like america is just an idea america there's no real separation if we went on to space there's no actual separation between america canada and mexico these are all ideas scarcity is just a bad idea you know once you start to when i say tapping with god i don't mean like in a very like fake what i was fake. i don't want to say fake but like uh, intellectual way I'm talking about the experience of oneness is what I mean by tapping on God. Like what I mean tapping God, I mean like remove the boundaries from your lungs that you breathe here versus the your trees are the lungs. The trees are our lungs. They breathe out what we breathe in. We breathe in what they breathe out. If we have right. no trees, we can't even breathe. Right. And we understand this intellectually, but when I mean tapping by God, I'm talking about the experience of the of like damn near in tears of gratitude because of the trees. You know what I mean? Watching the clouds move and feeling gratitude of just being present. That's what I mean. Once mm. you start to do that, there is no scarcity. Everything's abundant. You got everything that you need right now. Right. This moment is the closest to eternity that we're ever going to get. Like this present moment is the best moment that there is. Mm. I don't care what situation you're in. Your dog just died. There's nothing bad happening to you in this moment. Now, there's never been somebody who's like, in this moment. Now, you can talk about what just happened to you in the past, or you can talk right. about something that you think is going to happen to you in the future, because rents do. But I'm talking about this moment. And what people yeah. don't understand is life is malleable. It's flexible. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, in my father's mansion, there are many rooms. Mm-hmm. We live in different life tracks. And so tapping mm-hmm. in with God and, and having gratitude in this moment moves you to a different life track. Remember I told you I was on a low vibration. Right. And everything in my life was happening on that track. It's like being in a movie theater. Yeah. 
Have you ever like you ever see people watching a movie and they like run, run? Yeah, oh my yeah. god, bro, they not they not gonna run. Yeah. Like if it's not in the script, they're not gonna run. Yeah. Right. So like we we're in the script and we're working really hard. Like I told you, I was working really hard trying to change the script in my life. Right. No matter how hard I worked, no matter how much I sacrificed, I uh-huh. sacrificed, slept in the snow with a yoga mat and a a, a, a medicine ball as a pillow, uh-huh. trying to chase his dream. It wasn't working. Mm. You have to leave that theater and go see a different movie. If you don't want to see a horror movie, if you want to see a comedy, you're not going to be able to tell, speak and, and will that to happen. you right. got to actually step back, uh, remove yourself from the screen, so you be like, oh, shoot, I was so emotionally involved in this film, yeah. I didn't realize that I'm not that. Right. I'm not my body. I'm not my mind. I'm pure awareness. And then become aware into a different theater and become aware of a completely different script. Mm. And that script has to be in alignment with what you want. You can't, that's why in the Bible it says, not by, not by, uh, not by power, mm-hmm. not by might, but by the grace of God. It's yeah. grace. You literally leave it. You just drop it. Yeah. Dead to the old man, reborn to the new man. Yeah. You know, so that, and everything we do, whether it be like, you know, Purium with organic superfoods or our uh-huh. gym or our leadership coaching, mm-hmm. it's really just to get that message in a way in a digestible piece that people are, are able to get it that, yeah. you know, you can, you can, it's going to be effort, 1,000%, but it's no struggle. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to try to make things happen. Things are happening, but they're not happening at this frequency that you're at. They happen at higher vibrations. How do we move to a higher vibration? Let go of the things that are of a lower vibration. So that's just being conscious of what's vibrating low for you mm-hmm. and choosing to let those things go and then making way for things that i guess what if you can't see the higher vibrations or you just more conversations with god more, more well, prayer, it's, how it's, we... it's, it's the food you eat it's okay. well, all that stuff is actually reflection people either change from inspiration or desperation i've had i've been you see my situation came from desperation right but i've had times where i mean not i'm not talking about like with millionaire i've been around millionaires and billionaires you know, by the grace of God, we've been able to travel the world and and be in a lot of different rooms. That's what I love about network marketing. It puts you around very successful people in yeah. and outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget this moment. I was in Canada. We was on a, it was in Banff, Canada, a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And we had took this bus to a little small town. It was a beautiful trip, right? And, and we just like at the little bus stop waiting to get back to our hotel. And it was this lady vibing vibrating bro i'm talking yeah. about frequency like boom like if you would have been on the other side of that building you would have felt her and i'm That's sitting here just taking it in like doing? nothing man not moving not saying a word nothing yeah. she had to be like 70 80 years old just that's crazy. Feeling the space though, like just yeah. feeling it with just like I'm I'm like just lifted, like and I finally had to ask her, I was like, ma'am, what do you believe in? Like I was like, what <laughs> yeah. do you believe? Like what's going on? Like what yeah. whatever you got going on, I'm doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that changed my life because I realized like influence ain't through what you say, it's through what you are. Yeah. That's just what she was. And she was like, What do you mean? And I was like, your energy is just crazy and everybody with me was like yeah we can feel it yeah and and she we started to talk to her she didn't even she lived there we was riding the bus because 
you know, we didn't know how to get around. You right. know, I mean, it's not like an Uber out there. We didn't know, like the, we. Banff is at the end of civilization. It's mostly animals out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the end of Canada. You know, mostly Canada is nobody lives there. Mostly, right. it's the wild, wild. We got chased by a bear out there. We got chased by an oak, like. Dang, well, my, okay. well, well, my sister jumped into the rapids trying to get away from like it's the, it's not oh, like it was the civilization. Wilderness. It's okay. the wilderness, bro. Okay. So like, and they all toss their animals, but um, so we're talking to her. We were riding the bus. She don't even need to ride the bus. She was like, she just happened to catch it, just like the, you know, I don't know. She's just making around. She got a car and everything, and I'm yeah. like, what? What do you believe? And she's like, I just believe in love. And now and then. And I, I was just like, yo. Did she know what you were talking about when you asked her that? She knew what we was talking about. Okay. But, like, ah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's levels, like. Yeah. You know how you see, like, oh, man, they got a mansion. Or yeah. they got a rose. Well, I want to get that. Right. I want to get that, what she had. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that level of peace. Crazy. And she had, she had told us how she had lived through different famines and different wars. Mm. And so she had seen the world fall around outside of her many times yeah. and developed a peace within her. And it was powerful, bro. Yeah. It was powerful. I don't even know how I got on that subject, but dang. Like, that's, nah, that's, that's where it's at. I like that because I think it perfectly describes how you start, how you move now, how you make your decisions mm-hmm. versus um, a lot of people who um, other people might think are successful think they move off of, like, money or when I think it's the opposite. When I think when you have money, you move less to money and you move more to the people and mm-hmm. the feelings and your gut. Yeah. Um, inner peace, outer abundance. That's why yeah. I tell people, man, like inner peace. If you have peace within, it reflects outside. It reflects outside in everything you do. Oh yeah. Because she could have been, you know, like peace is such a, uh, like there's people who, there's people who, like I said, she's riding the bus, right? But she has a car. Yeah, but if we would have just looked at her and just judged her as like yeah. you know what I mean, like somebody could have rolled by and like, damn, she broke, she's riding the bus. Right. It's like that piece. You don't have to keep up. You yeah. don't have to get something outside of your like she. When it's so still, it's easy for her to get an idea and take action on idea from a place of peace. Yeah. Whereas the people get ideas, but they're so afraid of what other people are going to think of them trying to do it right there's so much conflict inside they can't even do the work outside that will lead to it if you have peace you can have anything but if you have peace you don't need anything <laughs> so it's like it's like what Man. do you what do you is it is it going to give you what you need most of the times we need to go buy this house so we can finally feel like we made it i bought that bmw 745 yeah because they seen me sleeping snow Right. I didn't really want the BMW 745. You're just I, to prove them wrong. You know? I wanted to prove people wrong. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need it. I didn't want it. I don't have. I could buy a, a bunch of them now. I don't. I don't have it. You know what I mean? It's like I did that. It wasn't from a place of peace. It wasn't from a place of abundance. It was a place from a scarcity. Mm-hmm. I needed it. I used to work walk around with the keychain like my keys on my thing, like as like a badge. Oh, like, let them know. Yeah. Let them know. You know what I mean? Because you laughed at me. Yeah. And. But now people laugh at me still to this day about stuff. And it's like, I've seen this yeah. story so many times. It's like, it's, 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 it don't even, it's, I don't even, I don't, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel bad about it. I don't, I don't feel mad at them. I don't feel sad for them. Yeah. It's like, it don't even come into my atmosphere anymore. It's just like, you know, father forgive them for they know not what they do. It's like, yeah. it's such a level of low consciousness that you don't get it, but I know you will How until you- then. I'm going to keep on, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, building right. what we're building. How do you feel like you got to a place of that um, that abundance um, in your mental and your and in your heart? Like, 
that's our reality. Yeah. That's not that's not a place that I got to. That's a place that we're actually at. When we're in conflict, that how do we get that's the question. How do we get to this place? Yeah. Not how to love is our you got a new baby. Right. Pure love. Yeah. 100%. How do we get how do we get to these places of being in conflict is really the question. Yeah. This is our home base. Peace is our home. Okay. Now, I like that. I like that a lot cuz I was actually on a walk the other day and I was thinking about that. And I was like, man, like babies are just so pure there's mm-hmm. nothing to them yet and i started thinking about my uh major milestones in life and when i was this age i thought this and then it started changing my direction here and then when i got older i started thinking like this mm-hmm. so i guess for me um are there concrete things that you think that you practice every day that help you live from that definitely that mindset and Course in Miracles every day. I read A Course in Miracles every day Yeah. to bring myself back. I got a tattooed on my arm. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. Like, nothing real can be threatened. There's no need for me to be in conflict. There's no need, because what are, what are we typically in conflict for? Because we think somebody's going to take something from us. Right. We think somebody's going to judge us. We think that we're going to lose something. You know what I mean? Lose our significant other. We think something's going to happen to our kids. It's just all these different thoughts, but nothing real can be threatened at all. Nothing real can actually threaten, and nothing unreal even exists. So if something can be taken, if something can leave our experience, right. it wasn't real in the first place. This is the peace of God. It's for us to not value the valueless. My car, I, I bought an um, a, a Escalade last year. We had our son because we needed more space. And we just had that money to get what Olivia wanted. And then it was like, we want to take a road trip. And I was like, well, we can't take an Escalade because this is an Escalade. And then it's like, what, what do it matter? The car, It's a car. Yeah. It, it, the wheels is to go. It's, it's perfect. More space. That's exactly what we wanted. Right. And it's like, I don't, there's nothing that I'm uh, attached, we can get a brand new anything, house, throw a rock through the window, like I'm not attached to that, I don't have to put my value and my energy on anything outwardly, not on my business, not on my, not not even on my body, not even on my physical body, yeah. I don't work out so that I can look good, yeah. I work out as a, a devotion, it's devotional, okay. it's spiritual, even business, success to me is a spiritual practice. Because success isn't just making money. You can make money in a sleazy way. Right. Success is is allowing so much of God's grace to fill your cup that you now have the abundance to pour into another person, especially in the business that we are in. So much they have the abundance to pour into another person, to pour into another person, to pour into another person. So yeah, let me let me move from being like a little light bulb to being a lighthouse where I can allow as much light come to and through me to other people. I'm feeling that. I feel that a lot. I had a client that actually made a make a post, and he was just like, he's only been training me like twice a week for like maybe a couple months, and he's yeah. just like. He doesn't say too much. He doesn't really get too deep. But then he's just like, man, this sport has changed my life. Just getting better and being a beginner at something and yeah. practicing, um, practicing learning and growing and applying yeah. like, every day. And I was like, that made me like, okay, this is all worth it. Yep. Chills. Like, I could see like the kids and the families that'll impact, that'll have confidence, that won't grow scared. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was crazy. That's a blessing, bro. That's the biggest blessing. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I know your family. I know your wife. But y'all, I mean, I know y'all from a 
place to where y'all are doing very good now, but um, starting out, how did you know Olivia was the one? I know you spoke briefly on it, but yeah, you elaborate on that. One, I'm telling you, I'm, and I'm not saying this from a preachy, I'm not religious. I'm not saying none of this from a preachy, y'all shouldn't be out here doing it. I'm telling you from my personal experience, my personal experience is I went celibate and it made it so easy to figure out who a person was. It's so easy when you're not clouded by your hormones to figure out who who you do and don't want one around you. So it's crazy because I had wrote down the characteristics that I wanted in a wife. Right? And, I, and, and honestly, I thought I was already going to be married to a girl I went to high school with because we had kind of made this little pact, like, you know what I mean? You know, if you don't marry anybody and I don't marry anybody, we're just going to marry each other. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, it's funny now, but like, that was, you know, I was young, so I'm like, all right, bet, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, we went our separate ways in life and we started to come back together. And, but again, energy. It, it wasn't an alignment when we couldn't we couldn't physically do that. Uh-huh. I started to notice that it wasn't. I remember one time my personal training business was picking up. Now I'm like on a come up, right? right? And, and so um, I'm going to go train clients, yeah. and I put some chicken in the um, oven, and I ask her, "Hey, take this out. I'll be back in about an hour." Uh-huh. And then I come back. She didn't take it out, chicken and burn. I'm like, you can't do that simple. You know what I mean? That, that's, yeah. You ain't even got to make it. I'm just going to take it out. She on the couch watching TV. And it just showed me, it's like, she not really, she not really the one I need. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? Like, and, and when I met Liv, it's crazy because I had a dream of a huge glass window looking off into a deep forest. Uh-huh. And I could just feel like space like there was a was a big home i could just feel the spaciousness of the home and i just felt that this one was my wife and it was a side profile um and you saw it, her before you met her or i saw her in my dream before i met her but her side profile right yeah. the very next morning my, my cousin called me she was my friend i'll call her my cousin she called me she's like um you dating a blonde hair white girl and i was like no nah, you know i don't date no white girls what you talking about you know yeah. what i mean because I, I told you i'm thinking i'm just getting married to this girl or this maybe this latino girl from chicago yeah. right like but that was it you know what yeah. i mean because i wasn't even focused on it i was focused on my business it was just like at some point when i get rich and it's time for me to settle down it's gonna be between one of these two i'm not having sex i'm not even meeting this person i'm not having sex right but she called me i'm like you tripping then i go to the gym and i see this girl and I see her on a Stairmaster, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, wow. And then um, she's beautiful, right? But I keep it pushing. And then one day I'm training, I see her lunging. But I'm always just seeing, like, glimpses. I'm not really, you know what I mean? You just see people yeah. in the gym, I'm passing. And I'm like, oh, it's, oh, it's a girl. And then one day I'm coming up the stairs. And I, I'm training, and I'm standing on the stairs at the gym. And um, she's coming out. And it's head on this time. Yeah. And it's like I threw up. It was like, hi. It was just like, it was, I was like, ah, like that. Like, <laughs> it's the one, like, that's the girl. And she said, you, you know them dip bars? <laughs> yeah. Man, she ran into a dip bar and got, like, it was like she got power drive, bro. <laughs> she flipped to her back. I swear the music in the gym cut off. Everybody was like, yeah. she left. I didn't see her for like three months. What? Yeah, but but she hit me up on Twitter. She was like, "Can you train me?" And so we met, and I we never talked about it for a minute. But after a month, um, it was really inseparable, man. So she was training with me. She got great results. 
Yeah. And then I made her my assistant. You know what I mean? Because I just I was I just loved her energy. Yeah. But we what nothing sexual. Yeah. Nothing even unprofessional. I just like I always wanted to be around her, and she wanted to be around me. And I was like, can you help me out in business? Would be my assistant. Yeah. And uh, she's younger than me, so she just had turned twenty. I was probably twenty two or twenty three. I think twenty two. Okay. Yeah, I was twenty two. And then, um, and this at the time it was it was building for me, but I wasn't like successful like that. Like I was living in my barber's. My barber gave me a place to live. I'm living in his daughter's bedroom because she went to college, right? I got the BMW because I wanted to stunt on 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 my haters, but really it was just me being insecure. But it was like I wasn't real. I was you know I was making money, but I was I didn't know what to do with money yet. You know what I mean? I'm like so. She came like at the beginning, right? Okay. Um. And and she's sleeping in the bar, and, and she's no, she no, 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 we didn't get there yet. Okay, so she left. It, Thanksgiving came, and she left to see her family. It was the first time we was like separated. Okay. And it's like this is the first time like two days gone by where she not like in my in my face. Yeah. And we had never said anything like slightly unprofessional to each other, yeah. but I'm dying, bro. I, I'm dead. Like I'm like I never. And remember, there's no sexual contact, so it's just yeah. like this. I need you this human being. Like, yeah. like I need this human being. And I was like, I texted her. I was like, How's everything going? She was like, Good. And I was like, I miss you. <laughs> hey, yo, she had her sister drive her back. She skipped Thanksgiving with the family, drove her back. Wow. To my 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 barber's crib, and then it blizzard. It was a that last big. It didn't, it never snowed like this again in Columbus. It blizzard. And so she was trapped in the house with me, right, for like a week, two weeks. This is for Thanksgiving. Yep, right after that. Wow. And so we just spent so much time together. And then I asked her to marry me. And then the blizzard got off. And then I asked her to marry me. Um, and she said, yeah. So we got married. We met. We met. We got married in less than 90 days and knowing each other. Um, oh, she felt around this time. Oh, what I, well, I told her, and she said that she had a dream that she had seen me too. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy because we had both had that same, we had that same experience. But yeah. like, she, had, it's funny because during the, in the beginning of the pandemic, she was like, "I think we got a son coming." I'm like, "How we got a son coming? You tripping? Like, yeah. I'm done having kids. Yeah. You, you, know, you like, come on, we finally getting this one, our youngest daughter ready." And yeah. she was like, "I know I'm not trying to be a kid, but like, he's telling me that he's coming. You know what I mean?" And like four months later, she found out she was pregnant. She wasn't pregnant when she said that. What did she say? Is she in a dream or something like that? Or yeah. Yep, in a dream. And, we, and she always been like that. And I'm like that too. It's like, I don't, I don't see, I see like image, like images, like they call it like deja vu. Like, oh, like, oh I've been here before. Right. Like that. So she had already seen, already had the experience of our son. Not his face or nothing like that, but like yeah, just the, feeling. the feeling that this boy wants to come into the world. And so. Yeah, it's, we we got married and it's been ten years. It's been over ten years now. We've been married for nine years. We got married and I remember I told y'all I was celibate. Yeah. So like that that as soon as we got married, <laughs> bro, that that first time we had our baby, that was the like <laughs> off the rip. <laughs> we had no life together, yo. Like like, like we we had amazing we've had an amazing life together, but like we've always been with a kid, like like because she got pregnant like that time. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like she was pregnant the whole time our first nine months yeah. and we got married so quick we didn't really even know each other so That's we got to say because i don't think a lot of, i mean i don't know if we talked about it but i don't think like how fast was it it was less than 90 days we got well no we we met in no in november because we met in november november december 
January. We got married February 13th, so maybe like 90 days under or over around that time. That's, uh, you had no question about it. You just knew from. You know, I did because I wasn't. I wasn't dating, and I didn't never thought I wasn't there like racist or nothing like that. But I never thought I was gonna marry a white girl or like be. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah, you know what I mean? It was just like, and I kind of thought I already knew who I was going to marry. It was just like, so I did, but it was, the, the energy was, un I never felt like that around, I've never, I've, I can be without anybody except for her or the kids that came without me. Like, I'm a loner. I don't need to be around people at, ever. You know what I mean? I enjoy silence, but I need them. Yeah. So, like, I know that she was one, and from the people that we produced, our kids, I yeah. knew every time I look at them, I'm like, this, it couldn't have been no other way. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but I prayed. I, w I woke up at 4 a.m. every single day um, before I asked her to marry me. I was like, God, is this the one? You know what I mean? It, it would, nothing would come through, but throughout the day, I would just see, like, little signs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the one. Like, Man, I love that. Um, I love it because I feel it. Mm. And, like, when I first met... Brandon, I was like, I really resonated with them because I just saw, like myself, literally just got pushed in the future. And if I was living a different life, and I was like, man, I like everything he's saying, the everything, like you can feel it from the heart. Because I don't really, I don't know. I feel like life's kind of made me like um, detached from like being in tune with my body. I've kind of just been like cold about things. But when I hear people speak, like sin was one. When she spoke to me, I kind of like, I just knew in my heart that there was like, it was like a, um, there was like a no doubt kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, when I heard y'all talking, I was like, yeah, like they're really speaking from their heart. I, I just feel it. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know too much about it. And like, I don't have crazy dreams or anything like that. And I've never been like one who's been good at um, picking out emotional things. Mm -hmm. But when I feel things like that, yeah, they resonate with me. So I pay attention to it. Yeah. But, um. But Liv is such a strong woman, like, even just watching her be a mentor and a coach. Um, was she always like that? Like, y'all were always... You know what's this, funny? Like, this space of power, like... Man, you know what's funny is Liv has become something completely different. Even to this day, I was just, I was just talking about it yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Yesterday, she killed my legs, man. <laughs> I died in the middle. You know you don't want to die in the middle of the gym in front of you. I'm, yeah. like, about to throw up and poop and pee on myself <laughs> at the same time, like, and then I was down. I might have passed out. I don't even know. Like, I was I was out for, like, 15 minutes. Like, I'm, you know when your legs are so burnt, there's no good position. Yeah. There's no good position, but I'm also blacking out, and I'm about to use the restroom. <laughs> I was messed up, bro. And it's like, damn, man, I started training you. How you doing this to me? Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, don't feed the animals. But no, when, when we, our first, like, year and a half, almost two years, Liv didn't do anything. She didn't work. She didn't coach, she didn't train, she didn't really? do, like, she didn't, she barely did any system work, she didn't do anything. Yeah. And then one day, we had, we don't get into, like, when the time is right. I got, you, Liv got to her side of the story, you know what I mean? No, I, you know, because it's certain things, yeah. it's certain things, like, the way life has made her, had made her in a way, and she had to overcome some of those things, but, yeah. um, but one day she decided that she wanted to contribute okay. you know what i mean and, and um she set a goal for herself 
And it was the goal was to I had just been buying the cars and I bought her a car, whatever she wanted, you know what I mean? And in my mind, that's how it was supposed to be. I didn't like I never I never thought about a partnership with my wife. I thought I would be the breadwinner and like I just had a very like You're like just cool, she's at home. Yeah, at home. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so but she said I'd go to buy me a Jeep Wrangler because I wanted a Jeep Wrangler, but I bought her the Jeep Cherokee because it was like more modern, it was more like her style. Yeah. And uh, she didn't tell me, but all of a sudden I'm busy too. Like I'm training the trainer. Yeah. Uh, the gym is booming, and I'm training out of our basement. And it's like it's people flying in from different cities to train with me. Yeah. I'm working with Bob Proctor. My book came out. I'm on VH1. It's like I'm traveling. It's I'm moving right. So I got so much stuff going on. Our relationship was like we didn't really have a relationship other than like. Her being there, even my daughter, we didn't have a relationship. It's so hard to see now, but yeah. No, we didn't have her. That's why I love network marketing. Yeah. I'm telling you, success. When you look at a person, don't just think what look what you're looking at is successful because, right. like, I it looked successful, but in my house because my family was there, we weren't literally together though. Right. Now we together, like we on the same page, but like then. It's just like I'm seeing her in the passing in the kitchen, the food ready. I'm grabbing the food. Yeah. My daughter, I might move her to, you know, move her over here so I can work out. She's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're not together, right? Mm. So, but off, off my peripheral, I just start seeing her having like she just has stacks of money, like around, yeah. and I'm like, where are you getting all this money from? <laughs> and I'm seeing the people coming in and they talking to her because like like people be coming in and they be new people I, I haven't met. And I'm like, yeah. How can I? I was like, are you here to train? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's get it. And then she be like, oh, no, I'm meeting Liv. And I'm like, okay. But now I, I'm so busy, I'm not yeah. picking up. One day, and I'm just dead. And I was hangry. Yeah. And I'm like, bet, let's go to North Star. Oh, no, Liv, like, we go, let's go to North Star. I'm like, all right, bet. So her and my, uh, my, my, my the guy I was training, um, training with, or training to be a trainer, Marcus, he, um, they in a car and they drive me to North Star. And we pass North Star. And I don't know if you've ever been hangry. But yeah. Bro, yeah, bro, I was pissed. I was like, pissed. I'm like, come on, what are we doing? Why y'all be playing? I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so hungry, bro. You know, after a long day of training, you done gave everybody your spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to eat. All you need, yeah. I just need some food. And I'll be straight. I'm like, yo. She's like, they're like, calm down. They're not saying nothing. I'm just like, yo. Yeah. And then we pull up to the to the uh, Jeep dealership, and it's a black, all black Jeep, all black rims. With the mountains on the side of it, with a bow on it, I think. And she bought me a brand new, ain't even came out yet, Jeep Wrangler, custom made to me. That's insane. And I'm like, wait, how you get the money? Wait, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking at our account, like, hold yeah, on. Like I'm like, what is you, like, no, she had her own bread, like, and I was like, I didn't even, that was crazy. I'm like, damn, I didn't even notice. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like. The person she so what she did was she went and told them that she wanted this Jeep Wrangler. She got it custom made, yeah. and she didn't have no money, no way to earn income. Right. She said she almost threw up when she left. And from that time, from then until the time where it was ready, yeah. she became a beast. That's when she said she like I gotta figure this out how to make this money. She did that herself. She did it herself. Wasn't you pushing her? No, no. I would have never yeah. told her to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I remember I was teaching um, Rob Proctor's principles, thinking to results. Yeah. So she was always listening oh, to me, though. So I would be practicing, and she would be, like, recording me. So yeah. she was getting the information, yeah. and so she finally just decided to apply the information. And yeah. since then, 
You know what I mean? She been my best partner. Cause like she and and the thing about it is now is like now it's crazy because like where I used to train her and push her, now she trained me and pushed me really because it's like yeah. also she be having babies. So her pain tolerance is through the roof. She had a baby. Yeah, it's it's no yeah. there's no pain like having a, a baby in a in our living room in a tub of water. So like and then we said, all right, let's let's do let's hit this go. She's like, no, let's let's do a billion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, it's just open. You know what I mean? And the ways to put it there. So we yeah. work really good together because I do really good with like the coaching and the leadership and the personal development. Yeah. But she's really good with details and actually yeah. structuring things and making sure it makes sense. The numbers is all making like sense all and stuff. stuff. Exactly. Okay. But she can also do the front end and coaching too. Yeah. But she's not gonna save nobody either. You know what yeah. I mean? She gonna give it to you direct. Where I might, you know what I mean? Put a little yeah. love in there, cause you know we trying to, you know what I mean. She like, <laughs> I know, boom, you know what I mean. No, Take it or leave it. <laughs> exactly how it is. Yeah, when I hopped in the train with you, it's like it's all love, it's family. Like, yeah, when you got on her, she's just like, you do it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's no, what it man. is. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, cause in her mind, that's all it is. Yeah, it, it, that's it, it's it's. It's not, there's no gray. It's just yes or no. We're going to win or we're not. And we're going to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so, yeah. But I'll be needing it. It's good. Man, one last thing. I'm going to wrap it up. But how do you, uh, you have three kids now. Mm -hmm. Two daughters and a son. Um, I know you said there's no balance to it. You told me that before. And I've, that one's really stuck with me. Because I just, it's kept me in the right mindset as I've moved forward. But um, how do you execute every day and still give them your time like we were on the same page that's what i was talking about we went on the same page i was doing my thing yeah booski anastasia was not even a, like just a baby yeah like our baby dead lifted 18 pounds before she was two years old because she was in the gym so much yeah like that's just regular tour was like yeah i've seen this a million times a million times her form is i got a video her form is perfect like she would, literally was raised by the gym, you know what I mean? Not us. Yeah. And then Liv was doing her thing, becoming herself. Mm -hmm. So we was all going in different. We was all going in the, in the in a good in the same direction because we was all in like this. But right. we weren't together with it. Whereas to now, our daughter knows our compensation plan from top to bottom. She know everybody on our team. She know what everything wow. going on. Our our um young our youngest daughter knows too, and and so they know it's like okay. If we hit this goal, what do y'all want to do? Yeah. Okay, this is what it's gonna take for us to hit this goal. Yeah. Is this what y'all want? Is this a is this a worthy reward? Okay, bet. And now what do y'all wanna do? Okay. You like Pokemon. All right. You wanna make your own video. Okay. It's like we all know what we're doing and how we can work together to actually execute on it. So it's no it outwardly it doesn't look like our kids have never been to school. We don't even we don't even um like even homeschooling is not tradition is not like traditional. It's like right. It don't, it could, it could look like it's wrong. It's right for us. It's not right for nobody else. You know what I mean? Right. It's right for these, like, I feel like nobody going to know your kid like you know your kid. And nobody going to care about your kid like you care about your kid. And don't you think about when you're training somebody. You could train a bunch of people, but the person that you really love and, like, you want to see them win, you go the extra mile to figure out how to help them get there. So it's like oh, yeah. everything is based off of, our whole life is based off it's of what's happening right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what's going on with you right now? What you feeling? Okay, we might be working. All right, perfect example is we used to do no electronic Sunday. Right. But now that it's spring, 
and what spring and there, there's a new there's so many new opportunities right now that I can't take that Sunday off. Right. Okay, but I can take half a day off on Wednesday. So now, so now she's our oldest daughter. My youngest daughter used to know know electronics. Wednesday had to sit down with me. So you you know how um, you know how it is with farming, right? Yeah. You know, like in the springtime, they aren't resting like everybody else in the springtime is feeling good because the sun's out. But a farmer is actually planting more seeds, yeah. protecting those seeds during the summer, so that they can have a harvest in fall, so that they can have a good winter. And like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, okay, I can't take that Sunday off anymore because it's spring in our business and this is the time for us to plant more seeds so we can nurture those seeds through the summer so we can have a harvest in winter what does the harvest look like for you so that she knows so that we can i know what she wants she know what she knows why i'm doing it what's yeah. the what's gonna be the goal and i said okay now i can take half a day off wednesday will that work so yeah. it's not perfect and it's and it's it's always shifting yeah. but we always together on it you know what right. i mean we all agree we all find out how we what we agree on and we move forward like this because kids man they're smart they don't need to be you don't make those decisions yeah. outside of them i don't make no decisions outside our kids i don't even make a post without our my kids read every post i make does this sound wow. good to you like we 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 on on every my daughter told me to wear these <laughs> she's she said i got some other ones she's like no where do, where do you need where the dbz joins i was like all right because they know kids, is, if you think about it, kids are more tapped into the spirit than anything else. Yeah, it's easy for them to feel. Easy. They, they just feel it. It's just like, yeah, that's so, man, that's our secret weapon for real. No, I believe it because, yeah, the way y'all operate, it's just so, uh, it's so fluid. Everything just flows together. Yeah, there's It's work. I, I don't want to make this sound like it's easy and it's just like, it's, it's work. It's work. But yeah, it's like, it's the only work that's worth doing, in our opinion, to us and, and our yeah. family. Like, success don't look like nothing if we don't, if we're not together. You know what I mean? It don't yeah. look like we have already felt that. You know, that's why we got into the business we're in now is we start having even more success with our gym. We had a brick and mortar gym. We still got a brick and mortar gym. Um, and it looked like success to everybody. Oh, I got a gym. I'm about yeah. to come out there. And it is successful. And it is beautiful. But I'm in the gym from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. Half a day on Saturday. Mm. On Sunday, I'm thinking about the gym all day. Right. So I'm, in, I'm going before the kids wake up. I'm coming home before they, you know, before they, I'm coming home after they go to sleep. Yeah. So it, you got to define what success is for you you know what i mean yeah, yeah, i think yeah. that's the biggest thing for everybody is like that's why i say there's no balance because what's balanced to one person is not balanced to the next person right 100 percent. man all right um maybe okay let's go one last thing for someone who's just starting out in their business yep. and um for me i love what i've learned from network marketing just because i think it's like the perfect blueprint to follow starting out a business because it helps you see every step of building a business mm -hmm. and what truly matters which is that personal development yeah but um for someone starting out that might not have the mindset right yet what would you say to them get your mindset right you can't do nothing without your mind man you literally can't do nothing without your mind like that's the craziest thing like i like think about this we know how our car works. We know what our car looks like. We know how to operate machinery. We know how to operate Instagram, social media. We know how to operate all these different things. Why would we not spend time learning how to operate the, the mind, the thing that operates all those things? The body is literally a reflection of your mind. 
You know what I mean? So it's like there's nothing more important in your mind. So like not having your mind, oh, I ain't got my mind right. That don't make sense to me. Like you got to get your mind right. You shouldn't do nothing for literally I'll get up. I was having a day the other day and it was just like so much. I didn't my meditation was short. Like it was so much going on and I was giving out so much energy. I felt like I was getting close to burnout. I stopped my day. I, I was like, I listen, I got to I got I can't take this appointment right now because I need to go meditate. Meditation stops the momentum of thoughts. You know what I mean? Because typically what ends up happening is like you start to feel like this is what we gotta remember. It's we always at the right place at the right time, but are we aware of it is the question. Great God's grace is infinite and always, but are we aware of it? That's the question. So when I feel like I gotta do it or this has to happen in order for me to be successful, if I don't do this, this won't work. If my kids don't go here, this won't work, then oh shoot, I'm tripping. I think that I control you. I think that if I don't open my lift, my, lift my arm up, the sun won't come up tomorrow. And it is. So I, when I do that, I know that my mind is gone. If I don't have my mind, I don't have control of my body. That's when we start eating unconsciously. That's when we start doing things with our body that's not in alignment with our goals, right? So we got to get control over the mind. How do we get control over the mind? We got to tap in with the spirit so that you know that you're not your mind yeah because we think that we are our minds like these are my thoughts these are not my thoughts these are thoughts are clouds floating through the sky we bring the, the light of our awareness to those thoughts so yeah. we stop we start meditation to stop the momentum of those thoughts mm-hmm. and it's going to be frustrating at the beginning for sure no different than the resistance of lifting weights right. but you know focus on your breath thought comes bring it back to the breath bring it back then when you go back throughout your day you have more presence and then you can be way more intentional with your mind. And if you're intentional with your mind, you can be intentional with your hands. It's again, it comes back to being, doing, having your being is not Brandon O'Shodan or whatever your name is. Your being is infinite consciousness. No different from God. Literally the same electricity in this building is the same electricity in your phone. It's the same electricity in your computer. It's the same electricity in there. There's no difference. The, the energy that fuels everything is not different. It's not separate. It's just being expressed through a different thing, expressed through a different vehicle. And so being able to tap back in with that, that, that energy, that eye, that's what gives you the presence of mind to be intentional with your thoughts versus it just dragging you, especially like on social media here, here, and here. You can say, okay, this is my focus. And we know where our attention goes, energy flows. That's right. how we start to actually manifest these things into the physical world. So not having control of your mind, your mind is not an option. There's no such thing as an idle thought. Everything we allow our mind to, to, to think on plants a seed into our unconscious mind, which plants a seed into our vibrational field, which actually expresses itself into our physical world. So that's got to be priority before anything. It's the only thing you got to do. Yeah. Man, I love that. I wish that was one thing I wish I stayed consistent with every day. Because, yeah, that that stillness and being in control is, I found real power in that. Yeah. Now I'm in control of what is happening. But, yeah, man, couldn't wrap up any better than that. Um, take what y'all learned today, execute on it, get your first W, and then help the next person. That's how we're going to grow. All right, Brandon, I appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. All right, guys.